Hello, free thinkers. I'm Mickey Z, and I welcome you to Post Woke, the New York City-based podcast where we practice intellectual self-defense. Welcome to episode 99 of the Post Woke Podcast. And in this brief solo episode, we will um, feature two anniversaries. October 15th is two years that I'm on Substack overall. And October 16th is seven years since I've been running my one-man program to help homeless women and other vulnerable souls on the streets of New York City. So we're going to talk about each of those anniversaries right after this word from our sponsor. Hey, Mickey Z here. And as many of you already know, for nearly seven years, I've been running a one-man program to help homeless women on the streets of New York. And you could check the show notes for a link that explains it in more detail. Um, I am also looking to expand this program, and I'm starting to do that in small steps now. And I want to help more people in bigger ways in addition to the homeless women. And basically, to put it simply, I want to try and facilitate miracles on the streets. And I'm there is another link in the show notes that you can check out to learn a little bit more about that. So I'm going to just leave you guys to... Click on those links, learn more, and follow your heart because I need your financial support and I need you to share the links in order to keep this going and growing. So I thank you in advance and let's get back to the show. Seven years ago, around this time, I had a desire to do more than I had been doing. Now, I don't want to recap everything because you've heard it many, many times before, but I was involved for quite some time at a very high profile level with traditional activism. My heart was in the right place. My intention was a sincere desire to make the world a better place. I just was on, obviously, on the wrong path. Um, in my life, I had done plenty of work surrounding homelessness. I lived in New York City my entire life, and it's it's a pretty prominent issue. And so I have written for the newspaper Street News, which for a while was was uh, quite the phenomenon in the Big Apple, where um, homeless people became the writers, editors, publishers, etc. And they were also going out on the subway selling hard copies of the uh, newspaper and making money and working towards build, rebuilding their life. At the time, then Mayor Rudy Giuliani cracked down on that and made it very hard for street news to continue. Other points in my life, um, for example, I was in Santa Cruz, California, and I was involved in a rally there where I gave a talk related to their ongoing, ongoing, ongoing homeless uh, conflicts out there. Um, so putting this together and also having a sincere desire to recognize the eternal, practically eternal role of patriarchy in this world, I decided I was going to start a, a one-man program called Helping Homeless Women NYC. And that's what I did seven years ago this week. And 
it, I learned on the job, so to speak. I really didn't know what I was doing. And I got to the point where I befriended many homeless women and I would be walking around Manhattan with a giant backpack as much as 40 pounds in weight with supplies. It was not sustainable um, because homeless women in particular are always battling for panhandling spots. And I couldn't guarantee that they would be where I thought I was going to find them. So I would go from Queens the, the borough of Queens on the subway carrying 40 pounds of supplies, walk around to these normal spots I was expecting to go, switching trains up and down the stairs, and sometimes lug all of it back home because I couldn't find anybody to try again the next day. Um, so with input from the homeless women, I was I found out that they preferred something really simple like gift cards. So that made my life a lot easier. It made their life easier. And that was my general approach. There were some homeless women I had been helping for quite some time. So I still would bring very specific supplies because I knew them well. Um, then along came the pandemic narrative, which shifted everything. Um, fortunately, by then, some of my long-term regulars were able to get access to phones and therefore create Venmo accounts. And so I could send them money during the lockdowns, but many, many homeless people in general and homeless women in particular came out to the um, boroughs, Brooklyn, Queens in particular, because in Manhattan, there were no tourists and there were no workers going to the building. So panhandling was, was not exactly uh, the ideal way to support yourself. But out in the boroughs, you could be in a more residential area like where I live and see people that live there. So I eventually, to my surprise, started regularly helping homeless women that were in my general area. I mean, when I say general area, I live in an urban area. I'm, I'm assuming most people listening to this drive to get places. I walk around everywhere or take the subway. But to do this work, I might walk as far as 30, 40 minutes to a different part of Astoria. Um, so then that was very satisfying. But as time passed, I wanted to expand the program, and I've done that more recently, where I have found vulnerable souls, male or female, who are in my very immediate area, or like I said, 30, 40 minutes of walking away, and I've broadened to help more and more of them. And so I'm really proud of this project, and I have every intention in 2024 to really expand it, which I'm going to need um, donations like I've never gotten before. But I stand here today recording this seven years to when I started this project, not like I said, not really knowing what I'm doing, and I'm still going. I'm going strong. I can't even calculate how many people I've helped, and I'm reaching out to all of you right now. I want to first say thank you to everyone who is listening who has contributed in one way or another over the past seven years. It might even just be seven days ago you made your first uh, donation. It could have been seven years ago. I couldn't have done it without you. And I stand here just humbled by your, your generosity and your trust in me to make this happen. But I am going to say that I need more. And I know each individual person may be already stretched to their limit. And so what I'm asking you is to do one of two things. If you're, well, let me phrase it this way. If you haven't donated, why not start now? If you have donated and you can go a little further, that would be deeply appreciated. Either way, what would be absolutely super helpful would be if you started to share the links to get in touch 
with me to learn more about this project and most importantly, to help fund it so that I can pick up the pace throughout the end of 2023 and then explode into 2024 to take this to a whole new level. And then I'm inviting you to be part of this team. And let me also add, I am urging you that if you have ever had a desire to create any type of program on your own for any cause, it doesn't have to be what I'm doing, uh, whatever it lights you up and whatever or whatever keeps you up at night that you want to deal with, I'm living proof that you can start a program from scratch and learn and be super effective. And trust me, it is far better than virtue signaling on social media or carrying signs and chanting down some street or highway somewhere. So let me wrap up here, this section up here by saying, if you go to the show notes, all the links you need are in there to donate at my GoFundMe, to become a patron at my Patreon, to order items off my wish list, or at my Kofi link, K-O-F-I, just to make a donation in general, just to support all the stuff that I'm doing, including my writing and podcasting. And those links, please donate, but also please share. And I'm really, really hoping that some of you will be inspired to come up with your own program. So now I'm going to come back in, in a minute to um, talk about the Substack anniversary part of this. But again, I want to thank all of you for the support you've shown and for the support that you're going to show as I take this project into the stratosphere in 2024. And I'll tell you more about my Substack anniversary right after this word from our sponsor. Hey, Mickey Z here. I trust you're enjoying this episode, but I wanted to take a quick break to request that you seriously consider becoming a paid subscriber to Post Woke, because Post Woke is more than this podcast, which is a weekly podcast with crucial, important conversations with crucial and important guests. Post Woke is also a Substack on which I post on a daily basis. I'm talking about written posts. And I, first and foremost, I am a writer. I have 12 books out and I have been writing for many decades. And so you're getting quality content at least once a day, all for $5 a month. And no matter what you decide, you can become a free subscriber if you choose. I ask you to please share the link and spread the word. And while you're at it, Check the show notes for information on how to order the post-woke t-shirt. It is a completely cool, kick-ass shirt, and you could show the world what your favorite podcast and Substack is. So I thank you in advance for your support. Again, I urge you to spread the word, and let's get back to the show. Okay, the second part of this episode will focus on Substack, which, again, October 15th marks two years that I began working on this platform. But November 5th marks two years since I recorded my first ever podcast. So as we approach November 5th, I will record episode number 100, and that will be a face-to-face -face interview with Allison Gray, who is visiting New York City for the premiere of her brand new Genius album, 
ugly. So that will be next. After that, well, that's a good question. What am I going to do with the post-woke podcast after episode 100, after two years of doing this? And I have some ideas, and they generally revolve around the concept of taking post-woke further into almost like post-post-woke, because I interviewed a lot of people in the past two years, and even doing solo episodes, I covered some topics that are definitely controversial, but to me, they don't go far enough, and I want to take things further I want to do solo episodes in which I introduce these topics, and I want to do interviews with guests that um, are going to help me take things further. And you may or may not be familiar with them, but that's fine. I can't say for sure how it's going to go, but in the words of the immortal Bruce Lee, don't fear failure. Not failure, but low aim is the crime. In great attempts, it is glorious, even to fail. So I have found that the crowd challenging quote unquote woke is just as susceptible to cultic thinking as any other hive mind. And I am no longer interested in preaching to the allegedly converted. So I am going to focus on taking things beyond post-woke to bigger, broader, and longer term contemplations and red pills. So all I could say is again, Next episode, number 100, an interview with best friend of the podcast, Allison Gray, to talk about her brand new album. After that, well, you're just going to have to keep your guard up. <laughs>